What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another Thursday night Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable. Uh, we got a great guest tonight. We got Chris from Show Me the Money Club over there at the Rideshare Guy. And, of course, I got all my lovely other co-hosts here. Got Kim, Side Money Plants. Got Hannibal is Hungry. And Josh, or John Dash, Dash Theory TV. That always tongue-tied John Dash. John John Dash. John, 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 yeah. It's to be Josh Dad. We just need to drop the dash off there because I go to John Dash Dash Theory TV. <laughs> I'm gonna put a, start putting like a hyphen there, just yeah. John Dash Dash Theory TV. Yeah. So, how is everybody tonight? Fantastic. Great. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. Weather, weather's uh, picking up a little nicely compared to the last couple of days. So, definitely enjoying that. Did you get some of that snow? A little bit. Real small, right, Kim? It wasn't that big of really totally. much to. It, yeah. it snowed the whole day, but nothing really stuck until like close to the very end. So it yeah. was fine. It was sixty degrees here today. I, I know oh, you guys are feeling nice. for me. But... We got fifty, so close. Yeah, same here. I could it. get past fifty-five. I don't think. Yeah, we were in the fifties today. So, um, I, I know everybody's probably watching this. And they're like, "Wait, where's Steve?" He I decided to go over. cuddle <laughs> with a grizzly bear on top of a mountain somewhere by snow, and I, I don't know what to tell you guys. So uh, he's with the abominable snowman right now. Yeah, there Basically. you go. I yeah, work on the next chapter of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh boy, or Brokeback Mountain one and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, have any of you guys asked why he's doing what he's doing? I know what he, I know why he's doing what he's doing. He wants to be able to save lives. Yeah, but he's he, searching for people. He does, but he does dumpling and curry. So when is he gonna have time to go save some lives? In between curry and dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, well, like as a gig app, I mean, life saving probably pays well. Well, you know, it's flexible gig work, right? That's why we do it, right? So every once in a while, you can go save a life, go back and do a dumpling run. So it makes sense. Well, I, I think the reason why he's doing it is because whenever he does go up there and he does his skiing and snowboarding and things like that, because um, he's doing avalanche training. So if there is an avalanche, then he will know how to respond to it and help others. That's what's up. When are you gonna? When are you gonna go to the mountains and hike with uh, Steve, Gary? Never. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> About the same time you do. No, no, I'm not doing. It. I, I think the I have the best strategy for avoiding avalanches is never go anywhere near right. where they would have that there. You know, like I'm a city. Now, now I, I I am going to the mountains again, or I'm going to the mountains. I don't know how much in the mountains it is, 
but in in july uh we're all getting together um him, him and his fiance tony and lisa me and my wife we're all going to go up nice. there we're going to get an airbnb up in the cabins by the That's spa awesome. Uh, we're gonna go river rafting and things like that. You're gonna go That's river rafting? Yeah. Oh, I already warned him. I said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm not paddling." <laughs> That's when you need to float and you just go down the river. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, everybody here knows me. Like Hannibal said, you what? What? <laughs> I think that's more my speed. I am a sit in the lodge drinking a wine by your yeah. fireplace type of girl. That's just way too adventurous for me. Oh, I, I don't mind going, but if you expect me to help save us, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's why you got to have Steve with you. You got yeah. Steve. Now, he, he said that there's on, on the river rafting, he said that there's, you know, a guide with you that stands on the back and kind of makes sure everything goes okay. I'm like, well, he better be one hell of a guy. <laughs> well, everybody's gonna be wearing a life vest, so that'll help, right? Sure. Nobody sure. joins with life vest. <laughs> Never. You can bring a little pole, like a little Sandman pole, and pull you out. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. works. I'm, I'm mean, not leaving the raft, no matter what. <laughs> Everybody oh, else might fall out. I ain't. I ain't falling out. <laughs> like sidearm, guys. I'll, I'll, it's more likely I'm gonna push Steve out to save myself before I fall out. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's say hi to chat real quick. Steve likes us to do that. We got Uber Eats Pete. Thanks for joining us. Of course, we got Thomas always here. I think he's on your schedule, right, Kim? Yes. Yeah, see, never misses the show. Got JP's Gig Corner. Thanks for joining. Of course, Bud Soda. Um, got Christine. Thanks for joining us as well. And Dashing Grandpa, thanks for joining us. So um, we got a lot of stories to go through, so I think we're just going to jump right into it. But before we do that, as you're coming in, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Help that algorithm out for Steve. And uh, Hannibal, I think you're actually leading us off tonight with some uh, chat GPT talk. All right. Awesome. Yeah. For some reason, Steve suggested this story to me. So I think he thinks I'm the AI expert of the round table. And all I did is type chat GPT into a computer, like in a browser. Like I didn't, I didn't code. I mean, actually, Gary, you should have been talking about this one. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the two articles that uh, I was, uh, I checked out was General Motors. They're looking to integrate, integrate chat uh, GPT. Um, at this point, if you guys don't know what that is, it's an advanced AI language model. You, it's a chat, basically it looks like a chat room, like a regular chat. You type in questions and it answers those questions for you. Um, basically the best it can. It's it's basically an evolution of Google, right? Like when you, when you Google something, like to a point it became a verb, right? I'm gonna, you know, Google something, learn something. ChatGPT is basically uh, an involved version of that. So, um, you know, a couple episodes episode ago, I think, was it, I made a story up with you, you know, Steve and Gary, uh, just making up a fictional story, ChatGPT just, Filed all up pretty quickly. So what they're going to do for GM, General Motors, they're going to have that in their vehicles. So accessing vehicle features, programming, functions, integrating schedules from calendars. Um, basically, it's a broader effort to make future vehicles more, I guess, more technologically advanced and user-friendly. So uh, Microsoft is heavily invested in the whole chat GPT thing. I think eventually this, this is, going to, is going to be in everything. It's going to obviously it's already in our phones, but it's going to be in every device possible. 
Um, I know it's it could be a little scary in terms of how accurate and well it chat GPT can be in terms of answering questions. And I mean, at this point, it could pass the law exam. It could pass the bar in the 80 something percentile. Like that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Pass the bar. Yeah. It could pass like uh, medical medical exams. Like it's pretty impressive. But I still look at it as an assistant. It's it's not 100 percent correct. There's times where it's blatantly wrong. Um, sometimes, oh, at least there's, I've, there's been some issues or situations where it's, uh, politically leaning in one direction, <laughs> right. Uh, compared to the other. So it's not necessarily the most biased thing, but it's pretty good. And then also Instacart is adding, uh, Jack GPT technology to the app. Um, a lot of companies are doing this, so it's not, you know, something out of the ordinary. I think, uh, Shopify does this Buzzfeed meta, obviously they do that as well. Um, let me see. So basically, it'll be an Ask Instacart feature that will allow customers to ask about the groceries and meals and get shoppable answers, whatever that means. Um, basically, they'll be using the product DNA, uh, data to draw all the store locations. So I guess what's, what they're going to be doing is helping you with your budget, health, nutrition, personal tastes, um, what's going on in terms of prep time, in terms of cooking. So it's supposed to be like your assistant when you are ordering groceries. So I think it's pretty useful. I don't know if it'll change anything in terms of the you know the situation that's going on with Instacart, but what's 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 happening with the Chat GPT? It's basically going. It's going to be here. It's coming. It's, it's something we're going to have to get used to. Uh, I, I still think it's useful, but at the same time, it's not like the end all be all. So I don't know. Um, but I do think that Instacart can be benefit from this, particularly with customer service and answering some questions that you could answer quickly with the AI compared to either talking some support agent or something like that. So I thought, I thought it was pretty interesting. It just, I think it's just more of the inevitable. Um, but in terms of what, as gig workers, what, what we can anticipate or what we think, I, I don't know. I don't know how this really helps Instacart change the dynamic of where they're going because it's, it's still, I think the other companies are doing better. So I don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Well, here here's the first thing. Wherever you said that it was gonna, that came to mind. Wherever it said that you were or that they were gonna integrate with Instacart, you can actually go there. And I and I just did it right now. And I said, what sides go well with steak? And it gave me seven sides, <laughs> details and all of how <laughs> what what's in them and everything so, that would go yeah. with steak. I'm wondering, is that a, a really good feature to upsell and get people to order more when you say, yeah, like you said, what the different sides I can have with my meal, you more, maybe you'd be more interested in adding more stuff to your cart. So maybe they'll bring more orders in. I mean, will it I like, will it have recipes? So if I say, Hey, I want to make a meatloaf tonight, will they give Absolutely. me all the ingredients to make it? Yeah, if it's, if it's yeah. integrated into chat, GPT, they will give you recipes. They'll give you, nutritional facts they'll give you everything it's pretty um cool. pretty yeah like uh, making a 500 calorie meatloaf vegetarian and vegan then yeah it's possible yeah man it, 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 it <laughs> it's very very impressive can, can um, i actually type that for you how did to you make really? a meatloaf yes do you want to see what it says <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay you gotta dan it out on uh, instacart though the do anything yeah. now prompt yeah, uh, I, as far, I, haven't, I haven't even checked this to see if, how well it works. I mean, I see that if, if it can get these type of the small little things done, I think if it makes a better experience for the shopper, 
hopefully that makes it a better experience for us <laughs> who are doing the shopping. Um, if everyone's a little bit, if they, if if they can answer questions quickly, um, I think it could work for everything or everyone at least in terms of shopping. I can think of a downfall though as a shopper. What happens if you're in the middle of doing a shop and this person says, "Hey, I want to make a meatloaf," and then all of a sudden, like ten more things like <laughs> pop up on your cart, and you're like, "Darn it!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be annoying for sure. Well, you know, chat, chat will not allow for out of stock ingredients to still come in. So you're still going to have to have that back and forth. So I'm not sure where they're going with that besides just trying to upsell like, oh, I want to make the meatloaf and then they give the ingredients. Would you like me to add that to your cart? I mean, that would be the only thing yeah. I would think that it would really benefit from. But like, other than that, it's like, oh, this is three of your ingredients are out of stock. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Well, well you, maybe you're not making meatloaf tonight. <laughs> well, maybe it could give you an alternative though, if it is out of it. Like, you know, Ooh. say if you're gonna make a steak and you want to do macaroni and cheese, and it's like, oh, we're out of the noodles for this, but would you like to do an Alfredo with this or something like that? You know? Yeah. Um, Kim, here is how to make a meatloaf for you. <laughs> I, I literally typed in uh how to make a meatloaf. That might be the real life hack is just Typing in how to cook in Jab BGT, and yeah. it just told us, and, and and it gave me all the ingredients you need to make, and gave gives you the instructions right below it. Yeah, so yeah, it, so it's that, great. Like so like we, the last time we talked about it, well, so, the last yeah, time Hannibal brought it up. Anyways, I started using it instead of Google. Oh yeah, yeah. so you still you still using you still using it for help with coding and stuff like that. Yes. It's yeah. awesome. It's, it's a it's great, great assistant, mm. right? Like I wouldn't try to do everything on it because you will get exposed if you put something out. Because sometimes chat GPT is wrong. Like 100%, it didn't get it right either. Didn't understand what you what you asked for it to do. So you have to still have a brain. You still have, right. to, have, you still have to function have a functional brain. But I do think it, it will be helpful on the, probably the customer side in terms of answering the questions. It Like what Chris said, it has to be accurate of... Don't suggest stuff that does not in this damn store get you know get the customer upset and now it gets to me. So I think if if they can be the middleman to answer all those questions, even like some of the dumb questions, and I don't have to, I think that's helpful. What if there's an option that you know instead of asking the customer, the customer can say, "Chat GPT, just you know answer all of my responses for substitutions, yada yada, approve them." That could be helpful to a shopper. Yeah, I guess the one negative I thing I think it can help me. I was gonna say, if it can help me at Jarvis, then I'd be okay with that. That's from uh, Iron Man. Right. Oh, his, uh, AI. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm all for automation, AI, things like that. If it can help, if it can help you, you know, do anything that's not just dumb. For example, you know, a, a real world application, then it's just great to have them. You know, well, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of sub, substitution though for you actually having to do something. So what about this? I know Hannibal mentioned it could pass the bar. Could it get me out of a case? Out of, can it be my lawyer? Probably, I mean, <laughs> at this point, it depends on, you know, how much money you have. Like, if you don't have a lot of money, then they would chat GPT, maybe you're a your guy. Because I've, I've been around some terrible lawyers. So <laughs> it's possible that chat GPT may be your, you know, the best uh, uh, case for, or at least best bet for you. Um, but I, I do think, like, I think I agree with Gary in terms of as AI becomes more integrated into our daily, daily lives, like there should still be a balance of 
into, you know, still communicating with a human being and, you know, maintaining that personal touch with a human being compared to just efficiency, efficiency, efficiency with the chat GPT that, again, it could be wrong, could blatantly tell you the wrong answer. That could be a problem as well. So I think they, they need to maintain that balance. I still want to talk to a human being. Now, when I call for something, either customer service, and they start giving those those chatbot stuff, oh, I don't no, like that, it. I that's rather... all long gone already. <laughs> well, I, used, I still do with one, some of that. I forgot something I was dealing with. had to answer questions. So I just kept saying, I, no, can't help me. I want to contact a human. Agent. And I, I hate that too. Cause I like, there's some places I'll call too. And I'm like agent and they're like, well, what can we help you with? So we can get you the right agent. I don't care. Give me the, any agent. They can Anyone. transfer me. They'll, yeah. They'll transfer you to where you need to be. Definitely. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I, I don't think chat GPT is going to go anywhere anytime soon. I, I do think it's great for some things. It's terrible for other things. Um, I, I don't believe it could actually pass the bar. I just don't. I've been using it for coding. It can't code worth a crap. <laughs> um, yeah, you're still using it for coding. Well, no, I mean, like it can do basic functions. But if I go in here and I tell it to write me an app, it, it can't write me an app. Makes sense. I'm guessing in terms of like technical knowledge, it because basically it's just scraping, right? Is it just scraping what they is what's already yeah. out there and then throw it back at you? But I guess it's something more creative. Like coding, I, I still feel like it adds numbers and zeros, but still level of some level of problem solving and creating. Maybe chat. And also, chat GPT has upgraded to the four, uh, which is supposed to be a much better or more advanced version of the app. Um, it's only it's only available for people who are paying right now, but eventually it'll be where uh, I guess everyone will have access to it. But it's supposed to be like way more advanced than what we're currently using right now. So um, it's going to get more and more impressive as time goes on. See, I think that they say it can pass the bar. Yeah, if you sit there and type every single question into the in there, it, it could probably give you the question or the answers. Yeah, you know, but but the do it by itself. I mean, you it would take forever to use that thing for pass the bar. Yeah. You'd probably run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, JP Gig Corner here says there are people that are trying to use Jet Chat GPT to sue insurance companies. While I last read was what I. While I last read was the courts have ruled no, they can't come in and represent things. <laughs> That's funny. Like, wh who's representing you? And then you like you just turn your laptop, <laughs> turn the screen. The judge. Yeah, this, <laughs> this this guy, this this thing's gonna represent me. <laughs> no, you could just be like, I'm representing myself. You have your computer there, and yeah. then they're like asking you questions. Like, oh, hold on, type hold on, it so out, and then yeah. uh, you you reading it line for line. So it's like what you're saying. <laughs> you would type it in. You tell ChatBT make it better. Then make that better. Yeah, make this better. One more this time. <laughs> All right, now I'm ready, Judge. <laughs> well, uh, do you, Chris? Do you think maybe it can help with the Prop 22 issues going on? Ooh, <laughs> oh <way>. boy, <laughs> Prop 22. We don't need we don't need Steve with that kind of transition. Like, <laughs> ooh, the thorn, the thorn in California's side, I think, and probably every gig worker right now. Um, yeah, so Prop 22 a ruling just came out on Monday, uh, basically saying that they agree with Prop 22. So gig companies are happy. Uh, some people are not, though, when it comes to it, because uh, basically a judge in 2001 came in and said, oh, sorry, uh, this is unconstitutional because of certain issues. Uh, so it's unenforceable. Um, and obviously yeah. that got appealed. Uh, they heard the... Um, the, the course or they, they heard the case again 
uh, I believe it was in like November or something, uh, and they just ruled on uh, Monday, giving the ruling that says no, uh, what the previous court had said where it's unconstitutional is not true. Um, they, they are basically going to uh, allow for parts of it to be dismantled, so it won't nullify the whole thing. Uh, and this is basically because uh, they don't want to really go against a, what a proposition is because that was voted on for the people. Uh, so it's very hard to overturn a proposition uh, in any case, but even in this case, clearly it's going to be appealed again. It's going to go to the California Supreme Court. If the California Supreme Court wants to hear it or not, that's here nor there. Uh, but basically, it's just basically saying that, yeah, uh, independent contractors status, uh, there's going to be still enforceable. Uh, so it still nullifies AB5, which was the codifying of a three-part test to see if a person was truly an independent contractor or an employee, uh, and Prop 22 is the answer. So, yeah, that's basically where it is. So it uh, just got rid of, uh, I believe, the um, part that was uh, with the ability to collective bargain. I think that was uh, what was thrown out. So they could potentially lay the groundwork for something like that. Um, but again, it's going to be appealed, and so it's just, again, something in limbo. Um, whether the Supreme Court decides to take it or not, I would assume they're going to, but I don't live in California. I don't know the California uh, courts when it comes to it, I would think, though, but time will tell. If we, I mean, if we could had a guess, like, I think I agree, with Chris. I think it, it probably will go to the Supreme Court, but what's the chances of them overturning this? I, like, if you, if you guys had a guess, you think it's going to be upheld or be overturned? Like, I think it's going to be upheld. Knowing California, I, I feel like upheld. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be who gets paid off the best. Um, <laughs> who's who's getting the, the getting that extra money on the side? Uh, but I didn't say that. Um, no, I, th I honestly, I think it's probably going to be upheld. Um, they might go in and, you know, change things around a little bit more um, to clarify certain aspects of it. Uh, give that that final concrete portion that people are looking for because uh, even still right now you might be looking at it and saying well what about you know this aspect of it it, it could be a little bit of gray area so i think they're just going to kind of come in and say yeah this part's going to continue uh while other parts may be nullified or you know have to be changed or something like that because even the seven eighths seven eighths uh part is was still upheld so that mm -hmm. still is part of prop 22 uh, so you thought are me it personally i would have thought that would have been one of the first things that would have gone because a seven eighths rule is making it almost impossible then to try to nullify that or to try to change legislation uh against prop 22 so yeah that's i i mean when it comes to, to the courts and judges it could be anybody's game yeah so you said the court's decision to strike down provisions related to collective bargaining rights right like they mm -hmm. yeah i think it it, it uh, it said the appeals court struck down some provisions of the law that it deemed uh, unduly constrained uh, the California legislator's authority. Uh, so those are the parts of where it kind of struck down. But it, instead of taking it as a whole, because uh, that's what the original judge said, it, because there were certain parts of it and they he went even further, he or she, I can't remember who, um, went even further and said like there were more parts that were not constitutional and were constraining the legislative authority on it 
Um, so that's why he's like, well, the whole thing needs to be nullified and thrown out. Uh, but this is where the appellate court com- comes in and says, uh, well, we found it where parts of it can actually be dismantled. And then that way, uh, you know, some of it will be still enforceable while the other part will not necessarily be enforceable. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so what is this going to mean going forward for the current gig workers out there? Currently, is, right is, is now, anything going to change from what they're currently going through right now? Basically, no. Now? No, nothing's going to change. Uh, the only way something is going to change, basically, is if there's some sort of le- legislative action of seven eighths or greater, um, and also if the, it does go to the Supreme Court, and then the Supreme Court says that they are basically making it unconstitutional or nullifying it in some way um, or striking down other aspects of it. Uh, But currently, as it stands, no, there's nothing that's going to change. So gig workers are going to be the exact same, you know, yesterday as last week as tomorrow uh, going forward, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, And then the only aspect is, like I say, if the the certain provisions that are struck down on it, uh, that could be potentially an avenue where some things may potentially change, but not necessarily. So th- does do you think something like this opens the door for the rideshare companies and all that out there? Because, you know, they have to give like minimum pay and everything. Does this open the door to get rid of some of that, you think? Um, no, because that's that's part of it. So I like when it comes to like the, the minimum wage floor or the 120 percent and all that, right. that's not going to change. That was kind of put in by the companies. Um, but things like maybe the seven eighths, which was actually upheld. Um, the the right to collectively bargain or the ability to collectively bargain um, those types of things are going to be differentiated uh, keeping them independent contractors uh, gig workers Um, now the only way this could potentially change as well too would be something like the pro act and that would supersede prop 22 just because it's a national uh, thing versus a state by state case uh, when it comes to like Prop 22 and other, co- or I'm sorry, in other states, uh, look at Massachusetts. Massachusetts, you know, had an AB5 like legislation on the books, and then they tried coming in and bringing a Prop 22 like legislation ballot measure, and they struck that down before it even made it to the ballot in November. And they said you can't have multiple parts on a ballot, so it's got to be a single uh, part to it. So. They're actually looking at different legislation like many other states like uh, Chicago and uh, Colorado and a couple other places, uh, something more kind of like Washington and what Seattle has similarly. Um, so I think it's just going to open the door for these places to look and see what California had done with AB5, how these companies responded with Prop 22, and then how they're going to try to rework it to work for themselves versus what it could be in a ter- huge legal battle like we've seen. So, I feel like, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I just feel like this is a big win for gig workers out in California. Money is money for a lot of people that are benefiting from it, you know, out there, you know, why would drivers want this to change? They don't want it to change. And it's a, you know, it's a pretty big win for them this week. The thing it's is, so you know, there's, there's few, there's people who actually do not like it. They think, uh, they, they got shafted. They thought it was a good idea. Um, not to anyone I talked to, like any of the people in LA that that did gig work, they liked the you know that extra money that came in. It has more incentive to wait. I think more like the old school, like independent contractors that did it before this is like, 
you, you know, you guys are kind of messing it up for us. We, you know, you have to adapt. You have to figure out how to get it done. Um, but for the people that I talked to, they they were cool with it. But um, in the article, and I was reading as well, and some of the stuff I've seen on TV, they wanted more. They wanted collective bargaining rights. They wanted, uh, I guess, a seat at a table because, you know, these companies, you know, Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, they made this whole thing. They 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 set up the whole, the, the, you know, Prop 22, basically, right? They they put the money in there. They got it passed. And, uh, the you know, a lot of these uh, people who are upset about it, they wanted more. They want more, actually. Um, but I, th- I don't know. I think most people, gig workers, are probably cool with it. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the people that's in that, um, California, obviously, but. Well, I mean, from from what I understand, though, you you make more money, right? Yeah. With it, with, with it. So, so uh, uh, yes. I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends. depends. If you're doing rideshare and you're getting Prop Twenty Two money, you're doing something wrong. Right. If you are a uh, on the delivery side of things, you probably are getting Prop uh, Twenty Two money because you're probably not making enough. Uh, well, so there, there's there's this this definitely balance um, more so when it comes to certain aspects. Yeah. What I'm getting at though is it. The a lot of people associate these bills uh, with with just hourly earnings, though. But there's other things to it, like health insurance kickback and things like that. Correct. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, overall, you're getting some type of help paying, you know, especially as an independent contractor. I know I pay a ton a month just for health insurance. So if I can get if I could get a kickback on that, then that's saving me money. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how expensive health insurance is, especially if they have like a company that pays them. And uh, even though that doesn't come as your salary or as your wages at the end of the year, they count that money in a different way as your, your total value. So it's a good amount of money if that's included. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to see where that goes, I guess in the future, you know, it you, typically when these laws come, they get thrown around for years and years and it, it's oh, yeah. a never ending battle really. Uh, so let's move on from that. Uh, how's everybody's opinion on autonomous and robots? I'm pro robot. I'm pro autonomous. Put chat into a robot. Let's see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I speak for Steve as well. We all love robots here on this, on this show. I mean, last week's conversation was, uh, pretty telling. Oh yeah, you you checked it out, right? Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was in the chat. Did did any of you? I, I know I, we we have a group chat going for the panel here, and I, I sent a video out today because Steve last week said that he went and did an autonomous ride. It was terrible. It didn't work. Blah blah blah. Through Way- I believe it was through Waymo, right? And yeah, and yeah. it was in Las Vegas. Yeah. And well, I know Kim. Kim, you watched the video. I did. It was an autonomous vehicle. It's two old guys, and I guess their daughter, granddaughter, something in the front seat, and they are just wild out by this autonomous vehicle driving them. It did perfect. It didn't have any anybody in the front seat, like Steve said. It had nobody else in the car, and and it picked them up, dropped them off, drove off. Didn't have any accidents, no nothing. It was a smooth ride. So you think Steve I, went into the wrong car? Yeah, I think he did. I, I think he went to like right. the the. Uh, the ghetto. These two, these two guys are like, yo, come in here and you know, pieces of car falling off. They had a crowbar back in place. <laughs> like, I heard there were some dental the scratches from people kicking it and all yeah. that too. Uh, you yeah. know, though, I, I have I have a very similar story. I was in Vegas in 2019 and they had the uh the Aptive cars for Lyft. So I'm like, screw it, I'll try it. Why not? And so I did it 
same thing. You had two people coming in. You couldn't record. You only had three people in the back. You had to have a certain star rating, all this uh, like way to get actually into it and order one. Uh, and then you couldn't record or anything. But it, yeah, you had two people and they could not drive or self-drive in any of the casinos and any private lot. It was only on public property, which would have been like normal streets. And when we were turning on one of the streets, like I was uh, at the Westgate Resort and I was going to, I think, like uh, Caesars or something and going from there and then making a right hand turn, it didn't want to make the full turn. So he had to take over. And then uh, even in a construction zone, you couldn't do it within a construction zone. You So you had to have full control as a driver. Uh, so, yeah, you have two drivers and it doesn't seem like anything's changed when it comes to that. And I just got a new vehicle uh, earlier in the year, and it's 2022 Honda Pilot, and it has self-driving, which is basically is just in the lane. So you can use it to maneuver on, like, the highway. And it's kind of weird because it can actually, like, move in the highway, and it's not great. So if you have, like, a harder turn, it's like, no, I don't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> but other times it's like, okay, yeah, sure, let's go ahead. We'll do it. So it's like Google versus Jet chat gpt or something so <laughs> right. um, you gotta develop trust. I mean, yeah you, you gotta develop it and to be honest for me i'd be like no it's great as a driver assist like i like having it on when i'm driving on the highway and it just kind of assists so i'm like just kind of like paying attention to the road more versus uh you know trying to to mess with the wheel or something yeah. but beyond that yeah autonomous i don't think it's anywhere near where these companies thought it would be or where they'd want it to be, because it's a lot more in depth than they think it is. Yeah, and, and you took you took a you took that uh, ride what four years ago? You said before the uh, pandemic. Yeah, it was. Well, uh, it was June of twenty nineteen, so it's coming up on four years now. It, and it was the, the same exact thing. Yeah, it's not but, a van. But, but that was in Vegas, you said, right? Yep. So how how come there's other videos though that is working in other places? Other <laughs> is Vegas just bad? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with a couple of things. Some, there probably are working. Uh, there could be also uh, remote control cars, which is a very possible thing too, or like a drone car. Uh, or there is somebody driving in a green suit and they're <laughs> using some movie magic. Uh, that is the real possibility of things. Uh, when it comes to, you know, full self-driving, I'm not sure if there is any cars that are actually out there fully self-driving. No, uh, there no. could be. I mean, prove me wrong. Uh, I'd be happy to see that, but um, yeah, I mean, th those could be a couple of things there. Cam, Cam sent him that link that I sent you earlier. <laughs> and so, uh, John, now you have them by, I, I know you refused to go take one for him, but, but you have them in Phoenix. I do. And see, I need you to go home. take one for me. <laughs> so so now actually, we, I'm looking at like maybe the first week of April when uh, baseball starts up around here, then I'll be in that side of town, and I might. I might take a Now, do they do they have drivers in the car, or is it actually driverless? I, I don't think driverless. Driver. I, I think they're. I don't know. I gotta look it back up. There might be like a person in there, but it's not the driver, like the engineer. But I have to look it up. John, I signed up for it. Let me ask you a question, a serious sure. question. Are you worried? <laughs> That's why you don't want to do it. You like I don't want to. <laughs> Steve, Steve scared me. I scared me straight. I don't want to deal with any robots. Like I, is that? Uh, I mean, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm just... caution. I'll do it. They have, in, they have yeah. insurance. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I, got, I got the sorry. label app and everything. So, so something happens to you, 
but you signed something away, right? Like I thought Steve, like, you know, Chris, when Steve was saying like, you signed something saying what, like something terrible happens. You, you're not, you're not responsible or. I mean, it's, it's probably limited yeah, it's, liability. It's, yeah, it's it's just a normal liability thing. It's like okay. you, you know, the, this car is being in test. It something could happen. Uh, we try to mitigate it because there's a, a driver in the car with an engineer. Um, so, in, and then it's also the uh, uh, I won't record anything or whatever it might be, uh, which was kind of stupid because it's like See, I want to record stuff. Is what, there like a waiver yeah. in case of death? <laughs> blah, blah, you know, like sometimes there's those waivers you have to sign over in case of death. <laughs> In case of death, you you agree to. Yeah, this, this is kind of your fault, actually. So just make you know. Well, so you already signed that in the in the terms and conditions on the TOS when you signed up for each gig platform. Uh, so you don't have enough. to record, John. All you got to do, go take one. I mean, you can chat, video chat while you're taking it, and then I will record it because I didn't sign anything. <laughs> Can't you like screen no, record it if you're FaceTiming, like say Gary, yeah. Gary can like face like screen record the FaceTime right. the whole entire ride. Right. There's a loophole for sure. Yeah. Just accidentally <laughs> hit double tap your camera and it switches around and you're like, oh, I'm no, not. They're, they're, I'm, they're, they were actually pretty, pretty up about that. They're like, uh, you can have your phone out, but if we see anything, we got to stop the stop it immediately yeah it's like yeah, oh, you, well whatever yeah you rascal well, trying to try i do have this rules. app that allows me to record in the background so hey yeah chris just go there with like one of them little pinhole on camera hats you know and like well, that recording you know that, that's what i want to get i want to get those sunglasses that have that because why not it's pretty cool <laughs> so, Ray-Bans. i think the ray-bans have something like that they have a oh, yeah out of it I don't know. I just think that it's, I don't think they're there yet at all. I just think it's the wave of the future. It's just how quickly we're going to get to the future is going to determine how successful a lot of this technology is going to get. Well, the problem is a lot of money is uh, dried up because uh, there's a few banks that's been collapsing. A lot yeah. of those startups yeah. need that money. Yeah. Silicon yeah. Valley Bank, a lot of, a lot of startups needed that capital because most of these companies are not profitable. So if there's no, no money, then uh, autonomous is going to be looking the same for another four or five years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, at least until the government bails them out. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think we we will eventually get there. It will come at some point in our lifetimes. We we will have full autonomous, either whether it's delivery robots or whether it's rideshare drivers, whatever it may be. But once we do get there, it can probably help you from getting burglarized. Right, Kim? Oh. Oh. Ah, that was look at you with these segues I today. I am oh, so impressed. Yeah. He's prepared. He, he's prepared. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure a lot of us have already seen it because I feel like it's it's like floating around everywhere. But a lady, so to me this is a little wacky. But a lady went to a house at 1.20 in the morning, knocked and rang the doorbell saying that she was a DoorDash driver and she was trying to make a delivery while there were three other people that were with her that went around to the back of the house and were trying to break it in and enter the house. So it was a whole huge... um, scam, I guess is the word I want to use, um, in trying to breaking in, in entering into somebody's house. Um, the weird thing about the article that I read is they, 
she started knocking at 1.20 a.m. in the morning and then didn't stop until 2 a.m. So you're talking 40 minutes of trying to get someone to come through their door saying you're a DoorDash driver. I don't know, it just kind of raises a whole bunch of red flags. First of all, if you didn't order DoorDash, don't answer the door. <laughs> That's the only thing I could say. Like, use safety precautions. I know me, I'm a leave it door type of girl. So I know when I order, when I don't order, and I know if someone's knocking on my door, it's not for me. <laughs> so there's just safety precautions I think all of us need to think about when we do have DoorDash. Um, they said that there was damage to the person's house in the back. They did not get into the house. They kind of gave up, I guess, and ran away. But what I find ironic is it really could be any food delivery app and they chose DoorDash. It could have been Uber Eats. It could have been Grubhub, but they chose DoorDash as the, yeah. as the delivery company that Even they want. Driver's a bad name. I know. So bad publicity for DoorDash and they weren't really even involved, but that yeah. was That's kind of the scoop. So what do you guys think? I think it makes it scary for like DoorDash drivers who drive late at night, gives reasons for, you know, people to be more suspicious and it's uh it's it shines the wrong light on drivers and puts the cloud above us, especially the people who deliver late at night. There's so many scammers now and they ha they're becoming more and more creative. I mean, this one is not is not creative at all. They just seem like they wanted to break in and enter and steal and they were not smart about it at all. But it's just so many different scams. It's scams on the customers, it's scams on the drivers, there's emergence, people coming in, taking things. Um, I know there was a, a story a couple of days ago where uh, I think a DoorDash driver, I think she was a legit driver, pepper sprayed, I uh, guess, the guy that was the merchant in the restaurant because he wanted to make sure that you confirm before you take the food. They've gotten into a fight. So it, it's just more of it's a little bit of a chaotic situation. You really have to be careful where you are working. Right. And at the same time, yeah, one o'clock in the morning, someone's ringing your bell. Hopefully you have the ring bell. You have some kind of surveillance technology at this point i think it you know ring is pretty affordable uh to use you don't have to open your door especially late at night it is you know who's who's coming in unless you know them coming at, at one o'clock in the morning to me it was very blatant just because as a criminal you see i ring cameras and you see cameras surrounding someone's house but yet you're still trying to break and enter so they're dumb they, they were they were determined <laughs> yeah were determined. some people don't have <laughs> the mindset yeah they, they just look at it an opportunity and they don't think of yeah. anything beyond that so yeah they're dumb yeah i've seen i've seen many people take um amazon boxes they notice cameras around they don't care like I, i'm they're not coming back so they'll grab the box you know leave you never see them again so it's just more of that you just have to it, like what you said kim you have to be um head on a swivel a little bit especially in certain situations but you definitely when it's a late night someone's banging on i mean and then you see the camera. Hopefully they catch these. They were able to see them, like see their faces and stuff. I think they were able to identify a couple of features on the female through the eye yeah. ring door camera. They yeah. still don't have anybody in custody. But the people in the back, they were wearing hoodies and they really just saw the back of them running away. So Yeah. yeah. Just what state was this in? I'm sorry? What state was this in? Texas. Oh, I'd be Whoa, like, come on in. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't even have a death wish. You're going to start breaking. That's, come on. That is crazy. They had to know that they were home. They had to know they were home. Yeah. Oh, man. See, that, that my thing, I, I can't believe that they don't have any suspects because I, I watched a video 
and I can clearly that's see the female. The girl. And so there, you can there is the no female. doubt. Like I could, if I knew you, I could recognize you from mm-hmm. that. They kind of threw the female to the bus because, yeah. like, they have her on the front with the camera, and everybody else had coverings, but she had like. I think if I read like two floral tattoos, <laughs> so they like big tattoos and like they, so they had yeah. some identifying marker. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to cat, they're going to get her and make her snitch on the rest of them. That's probably, Oh yeah. Know. You can easily just pause that video, clip it, put it on any news channel. Somebody's going to talk to you because yeah. it, it is a ring door camera. So well, can they also it, just do yeah. facial recognition just because it well, is pretty a face well, you, on type you, of thing. You have to have a, a record for that to work. Oh. I don't know. Ask chat. Chat 4.0 apparently can read pictures now. So, <laughs> yeah, apparently, right? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I literally can't believe that they don't have anybody in custody. I get now that it's another amazing that they didn't get in the house because there were five of these people, by the way. It wasn't one or two, it was five of yeah. them. It was like a whole ring. more about like the security of the house. That's a damn good, like, Fort Knox secured house. Right. And how was, I guess, nobody was home. They didn't even say whether anybody answered the door. They just said that the girl kept knocking and ringing the doorbell from one. To, I think they said in the article one twenty a.m. to two a.m. So forty minutes worth of trying to get someone to come to that door. That, I don't that know. was a that was a targeted thing. They they one of them may know the person that owns that house, or they they there's some kind of relationship there. Either they know them in an area for them to spend that much time. They think something was in there worth taking. We're yeah. spending 30 minutes on, not just kind of a smash yeah, exactly. grab. Yeah, just go, to, go yeah. to the house next door. Okay, see you there. You know what I mean? Like, why stay there so long? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What, was the story even real? <laughs> it was on the news. It was on the news. It seems like it's so, like, far-fetched, though. It's like, why, why? yeah, why would you stay there for 40 minutes? What's going on? And, yeah, you can't break in a door. Please, all I need is a screwdriver, and I could probably. Yeah. <laughs> all I need is my foot. <laughs> like seriously, I mean, I mean, it, w- wor- worse, you throw a rock at a window and you get in that way. Right. That's what I'm saying. If they really wanted in, they could have got in. Like they, they're well, apparently they are the dumbest criminals ever because they're on a camera. <laughs> Forty minutes is a long time to try to break into someone's house and not get caught. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be, I, I get. Yeah, weird. But I'm waiting five minutes for somebody to answer the door. So forty. <laughs> well, here, here's the other thing though that doesn't make sense. If you have a ring camera and it's recording this, you get notified when there's somebody at your door. Yeah. So yeah. like the app would tell you. So even if you weren't home or, or wherever you were, wouldn't you have noticed that notification on your phone going off and all this craziness going on? So you'd be able to either call the police or you know. Do the microphone or whatever it is and get these people out of there. Yeah, because that's my biggest pet peeve is when I go to do a hand it to me and I'm ringing their eye ring. I'm like, you can see me. Why aren't you answering your door? So, yeah, I agree. Most likely, they probably turned their notifications off. That's all I was going to say. They probably they probably probably kept getting notifications. Like my front door, it notifies me. I got a little bush out there. And if the wind's blowing too hard, the bush will move and it'll, it'll notify me. I leave mine on for this reason, though, because I don't want no crazy people coming up to my door at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you know. But I mean, you ready for this segue, Kim? <laughs> oh, okay, we got, we got a segue. Maybe they had some alcohol delivered to their house and they were drunk and passed out. But John would know more about that story. Yeah, I mean that, that may be a thing coming to Kansas soon. You know, uh, Kansas is interesting because they don't have alcohol delivery. DoorDash are trying to get it on the docket there. 
But what what kind of got to me is that DoorDash was actively lobbying. There's a bunch of quotes by them uh, trying to get the Kansas legislator to pass a law that allows them to deliver liquor. Um, talking about it'll bring more money to DoorDash drivers. It'll, um, you know, customers will order more and all this other stuff. And it's like, I get why they want to do that, but Kansas probably didn't want liquor kind of flowing so freely for other reasons. So I'll see if it'll happen. But uh, it just caught my attention that DoorDash was actively lobbying and um, trying to say, you know, it's safe. And the funny thing to me was they're mentioning that they're they're going to keep it safe with their state of the art technology. They really had some gusto put it out oh, there like man. that. Talking about, oh, we're... They, they should have, you know, going back to what Chris said, they should have went to chat GPT and got a better <laughs> a better explanation because that doesn't make... You, you, what they want to say is we, we could potentially make a lot of money. Can we just... Can you stop the games and let us deliver alcohol? To the people? average because... driver nationally makes 36 per active hour. Remember that. That keyword is active. <laughs> they can twist and say things, anything they want. Yeah. That's well, crazy. if it helps, New Jersey just got alcohol delivery a couple months ago. So <laughs> I, I, I should have yeah. tried that, Thomas. Yes, it was it was maybe about five, six months ago. We just started delivering alcohol. So it's it's new to New Jersey too. See, I'm I'm always surprised because I've I've had alcohol delivery for I, I don't know forever yeah you know and and so i'm i'm surprised that uh, i i just thought everybody had it i, no, I didn't know it, it was state to state i didn't know that it wasn't trying to be rolled out and to, to hear that like stuff i've been delivering for the last two three years some of you guys are just getting it like last month it's like what yeah in fact most grocery stores don't actually have alcohol whenever i go to really? or like orlando to go to disney world and we go into a grocery store i'm like i forgot there's alcohol in <laughs> In grocery yep. stores, it's like right a next to the bread concept. aisle, Kim. I know it's a whole foreign concept because we don't have that in New Jersey. I can walk Same five minutes to the store right now and get all types of now beer, all type stuff, uh, illegal stuff. Probably they got they got liquor in the back, and that's supposed to sell that, but you can get it if you want it. Uh, New York, we we have that going on at least. It's kind of like the opposite way. Like when I go to those states that don't have it. Like I have a family in North Carolina, and they're like, you can, and I had a, a friend I visited in Idaho, and they was like, no, we have no sun, no no uh, liquor on Sunday between these times, and I'm like, you can buy liquor until 3 a.m. And yeah, you can't this buy a big store, you got a wine store, you got a. It's like, oh my gosh, all these rules. I just want a <laughs> bottle of whiskey. What do I gotta do? <laughs> you gotta you gotta pre-plan. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta plan ahead, man. I, I mean, I remember that like you know, 21, 22, whenever I was going to the bar all the time, we had to leave the bar at like one fifteen so we can go stop by the store and get more beer on the way home. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was dumb. <laughs> the best is we, our bar, bars stay open until 4 a.m. And then, well, until the uh, COVID, the grocery stores would be 24 hour, but you could only get wine there now, so you can't get liquor. I just asked Chad GBT, uh, what states don't are not allowed to have or restricted to not deliver alcohol. The problem is the cutoff date is it says September 2021. So the states they say have some kind of restriction is Alabama, um, of uh, Kentucky, Mississippi. They said Oklahoma and Utah, which Utah, uh, Oklahoma has well, was, alcohol. Yeah, so it it must. You said it been it been there for a while, and um, Arkansas they have there. So 
I don't know, but they, that's the again. They could be wrong. Like those states are wrong. I just typed it in, but that's what they say. I was Kansas in that list? Huh? I was say was Kansas in that list? No. So that's wrong. <laughs> so, okay, you don't want to be your lawyer then. <laughs> I always found it weird though because I can always order like cases of wine and have it delivered to my house, but I couldn't do like a DoorDash or Uber Eats type of delivery. I always found that so weird. See, I, I was going to say that too, Kim. I, I know, like, I always see these, you know, commercials that you can do that. You can order, like, a guy's package, and it'll have, like, tequila or something in there. But, you know, certain states, I guess. Uh, I don't know when Oklahoma got alcohol delivery because I didn't actually start doing food delivery here till the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Florida, they've had it forever, I know. Um, but I could always, like Kim said, I could order a, a guy's package, and it'd come with all kinds of alcohol in it. I think it's a matter of time. It's going to be available everywhere. I think it's a matter of time. Like weed. See, I, I think Gosh, the thing about DoorDash is like, <laughs> no drinking and driving. I mean, they don't want people to get high or get drunk and drive, so they want to stay at home. Or yeah, yeah it, make, it makes sense. Like, why go out? Yeah, you can get it delivered to your home. It just eventually everyone will get on board. Yeah, like well, like Oklahoma. Speaking of weed, Oklahoma just recently did the let's uh, become recreational, and it failed. Oh, really? Bad. Really? really wow. Yes, it was like 70 to 30. No. Wow. Man, I just go down the street and I can get anything I want. <laughs> yeah, this, this past year, it got legalized in New Jersey and it's recreational. Fun. Yeah. Oh, see, we, ha- we have medical here and we got medical in Florida. No, it's, oh, medical and, it's medical and recreational. We have um, dis- dispensaries in yeah. um, all over the place. Yeah, we do I'll, too. I'll say this as, as a person who lives in a state where it's medical for a long time before it's recreational, the thought is very thin about your medical problems that can get you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I have eye problems. I can't, you know, I got whatever. Some I have chronic eyes. pain. What happens? Yeah, I got I chronic pain. I can't yeah. sleep. Did you know uh, that? Have, hold on. Let me let me type it in the chat. Let me see what symptoms I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got these symptoms. <laughs> I got all of them. <laughs> believe, believe it or not, you can get a medical card because you eat too much. Oh, I'm you in eat there. Too much? You eat um, too much. That, what, what What do you do when you smoke weed? You yeah, eat you more. Is, that's all I do is eat. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, one. what? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. You know, it's funny because in New York State, you're not like, it hasn't really became legal to the point where you can go to a dispensary yet uh, for the most part, even though they're out and you can go get them. But I live real, real close to the Indian Reservation. And I don't know, months ago, they started opening up shops on there. It was, I think, like three shops to start with. And now, right when I enter, because I always go get gas there, it's always 50 cents a gallon cheaper. But when I go in there, within a quarter of a mile, there's like six or seven dispensaries all along. So it's like whatever you want, you can grab. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, I mean, in New York City, they're not following the real dispensary laws. You can walk in any smoke shop. And acts and you'll get it. And it's not and the legit the legit uh, dispensaries are really expensive. So when you go over there, what you're asking for, it's it's like a twice as much. So you go to local spots where you know the homies are there, uh, much cheaper. Um, my friend says, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> friend of mine. A friend of mine said this. So now, he, now he heard that on the Jordan. street. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, by logically, all this, you know, legislation just adds money, taxes, yada, yada, yada. So it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Now, if DoorDash starts delivering mushrooms, 
We got a different story. <laughs> That'll be Oregon. <laughs> yeah, that's what was I was saying. You, your, story you on can that. order your own shaman too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Denver. Denver's gonna allow that, remember? Yeah. The mushrooms. Yeah. The oh, psychedelics. Uh, Oregon. They, I, they, I think they, it was not Denver and then I think Oregon or uh Washington State, one of the, one of those places. Uh, I think legalized everything too. Yeah, and that's why like all the WalMarts are gone. <laughs> <laughs> there's no WalMarts in the entire. I, I think so. I think they they pulled out. It's too much. Dude, food. have all you ever Portland. been knocking on heaven's door? <laughs> I mean, you see all this crazy stuff, and then you see like this black a spool of of death and and everything, and it's like that's a Walmart. It's like that's we got Walmart. Red <laughs> Red here says, yeah, okay, Hannibal. Well, I'm just saying there was a you know a friend of mine that shops and knows what's going on. <laughs> Only thing missing from that are air quotes. Yeah, right. <laughs> My friend, it was a chat. That's all right. Response: we're, we're not going to judge you, Hannibal. That's okay. We won't do that. Appreciate that. Peace I'm telling there. you, I'm waiting for the day that I get like my first DoorDash order, and it's to go to the dispensary to <laughs> pick up an order. And I wouldn't mind doing that because it, it's highly unlikely you're going to meet someone that's mean or angry. I don't know. Like when you deal with people who smoke weed, they're chill and they're really nice. At least, you know, people I've been around. So I'm thinking in terms of like dealing with some fast food order and someone's hangry and then I, you know, like you, you deal with a different person. But if you're dealing with someone that's you're delivering weed to, it should be a chill experience. I hope so. It's a funny thing. Like, speaking of delivering, not weed, but two people that are smokers in Arizona, there's been multiple times where, actually, just a matter of fact, last week I delivered a spark order. I'm, you know, delivering. This guy comes out there smoking. He's like, hey, you want this? I'm like, but I got to go drive. <laughs> <laughs> so generous, right? Super very generous people. Very nice. They try yeah. to tell you, you want this That was your road? extra like, tip. No, <laughs> How bad denying it? He's just being very chill with you, man. I'll exactly. not tell you. So, um, speaking about being very chill, there is a new rideshare company that now is going to let you chill in luxury. Um, mm. New rideshare company in Charlotte will only use Mercedes, Rolls Royce, and Bentleys for rideshare. Now that's what I'm talking about. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> now, I'll be able to let you guys know that one soon. <laughs> but let me get into this a new rideshare company called uh gold saint will give you the opportunity to ride in luxury cars around charlotte um they're very expensive though i will tell you that uh how it's going to work it's going to work just like any other rideshare company you can book a ride from one location uh -huh. to the next um the other part is if you're an exclusive member you can it also operates as a high-end rental car marketplace so that means if you're a high-end member you can actually rent your cars out to other people kind of like a uh, what's that car rental place that people do toro now? toro kind of like a toro um, except for those people that you can rent it to can also do ride share with your vehicle um, rides can be requested directly through the app or website and go as far as 50 miles in any direction of the city center extended distance rides will go as far as raleigh or columbia south carolina you can schedule from 5 a.m to midnight daily uh, this is the part that cracks me up every driver is thoroughly vetted and must complete extensive training to, to provide riders with a sense of security <laughs> a sense of security very well written. If you're driving, a, if you're driving a Rolls Royce, you better be trained because you can't just give any person. How much that, that car is worth? How much is like a lot? Hundreds a lot. and hundreds a of thousands. Yeah. Isn't it like two fifty? Yeah. 
Somewhere probably around. more. Probably. probably. I'll be nervous to drive that car. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, the initial membership of two forty nine. As a member, you can ride for ninety nine dollars an hour. Members can also rent luxury cars or list their own high end luxury cars for other members to drive for a set rate by the owner. Non ride members, which would be all of us. For one forty nine an hour, and you can only bring up to two additional guests. The only exception to this ride is the Rolls Royce, which will cost members four ninety nine per hour, or non members five forty nine per hour. Yeah, the, the base Ooh. price is three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. That's base. That's base <laughs> I'm price. impressed so, no. that someone has the capital to fund a venture like this. Yeah, well, I, I think what it is, it's other people's cars. But it says every passenger will get a goodie, goodie bag that can be customized through the app to include snack, snacks, gum, mints, a phone charger. It should not be standard in this price. And, <laughs> and, and two 50 milliliters bottles of Bacardi for you to take with you. Oh, that's Guest at the, this is how I know we're not in this class. Guest at the Ritz Carlton in Uptown can book a ride directly through the concierge. Okay, so I, yeah, yeah oh. we ain't staying there. We're not, we're not there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they said that they're going to be expanding to other cities by the end of the year. They're going to be in Houston and Dallas by the end of the year, and in 2024, they're going to be in Miami, Los Angeles, New York, and Washington D.C. This to me is strictly for rich people, rich people that have too much money and don't want to drive themselves. Yeah, they, they, want, they want to have like you know the same experience that they're at home or they're on the road, and yeah. I'm, I'm I am interested in where where they started and the fact that they, they're going to like the markets that I assume would have started from the beginning Miami New York you start that there not necessarily started is that North Carolina Charlotte Charlotte yeah. which I find capital of the country is Charlotte there's a okay. lot of money there okay oh, so okay. that makes sense all right it, it did say that uh, celebrities were already using this service which they're the only ones probably using the service. Let's be honest. <laughs> I wonder who funds well, it. Now, Mike, I want to know is how much do drivers get paid per mile and time? They better be taken uh, care of. They got to be getting taken but, care of. Yeah, like, they, they don't say it on here as far as driver pay, but, you know, maybe RSG has some pull. Y'all can reach out and find th- out th- for us. This <laughs> is independent contractors or they're, they're employees, these drivers? It, it doesn't say here. This is strictly about just the service that you can use. It doesn't say anything about the drivers in this article. Steve, you're driving a Rolls Royce, you gotta have you? some lots of uh, insurance, trading. Yeah, that's you're not gonna take a chance. They gotta be an employee. I, I, I would think I employees guess. too. Yeah, I would guess so. But I mean, here's my thing: if I'm an employee and I know these people are paying a hundred dollars an hour, don't try and pay me fifteen dollars an hour. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 you gotta be taken care of. You're gonna get tips. These people probably tip well. That's how you sell them on. I, I don't care if they're tipping me. If, first off, you know your driver's in a suit and one of them little yeah, driver so you, you're caps. Gonna, you're and, gonna have to wear a uniform yeah. or something like that. You gotta open all the doors. You pack all the bags. Yeah. Yeah, it's I. I don't know. Like to me, it better pay really, really well. Because because uh, let's let's mm-hmm. wait. How's this any different from a limo? Yeah. It's like yeah. the new well, level. they also have to pay you for that extra added security that they're promising. <laughs> yeah, what's the, yeah, well, sense, yeah. Sense, the of sense of security. security. Sorry, sense, sense of security. Of security. <laughs> well, that means that, you know, in the South, you know, there's, uh, you know, the First Amendment laws out there. Yeah, I, I was wondering, and, and 
I'm sure these those cars are probably bulletproof anyway. Yeah. Right. But you have a sense of security when you get in. The guy hears a click, click. You're like, okay, I'm secure. That that doesn't make me feel secure. I mean, because because me, okay, I I I carry. You know, I have I had my concealed carry at one point, but I'm not I'm not taking a bullet for anybody getting in this car. That's going to be a job, Gary. If you decide to drive one of these, no, it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Most of them are bulletproof cars. Yeah. I think well, so. Of security. See, it's, you don't have to do the job. You have to make them think you will do the job. <laughs> like the Secret Service, right? Exactly. Is this something the chat came up with? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I don't well, know. I'm, no, I'm on their I'm, site right now. I'm trying to see uh, what, how much they get paid. Also, you could get a bulletproof Roy's Royce Phantom, which starts at uh, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, Ooh. I mean, yeah, chump yeah. change, right? But if I'm a, if I'm a, like a really big celebrity, I have my own security team, which means I really wouldn't need something like this, correct? If I'm like really that rich and famous. I think be, I think everyone still uses Ubers, right? Like I think everyone, even the celebrities. So I'm wondering if they want a special elevated uh, rideshare service, they probably would jump in and grab one of these. So, uh. see. I don't know. It's got nothing on there about pay. The only thing it says is like register your car. That's really. It says about it. Uh, does the. The, it says, does the reduction in fare impact the driver's compensation? No, all Gold Saint drivers are paid the same way. Whether or not a Gold Saint one member receives a discount. So they have to be hourly, I would assume, or a certain per ride. Yeah. I think also if you if you were a rich person who had the car just sitting there in your driveway, you're not using it. I think a lot of these luxury vehicles are just sitting there. At least you're making some kind of income from the car if you bar let them use it for the ride share stuff. But yeah, like I said, I don't know how this helps us but, little guys unless we're working for this. But company. if you're rich, you're not gonna lend out your Rolls Royce because then you're losing depreciation on a car that can be valued at a later time, correct? You're gonna tarot out your Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, time to time the market's not doing too well. They're like, I need more money. <laughs> Uh, that's like, isn't point. that the whole point? They're like collector cars, so you don't want to put files and wear and tear on them. That's true. That's true. I don't know. We'll have to look into that and see if we can't find some driver pay on that because that that'll be interesting to see what they get paid. We could all save money yeah. for six months to get like you know camera ride, <laughs> a thirty minute ride. <laughs> 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 you know, like you know, we got a group of almost like with four. Is it four hundred? Was that how much um, per hour? Four, four. Well, for the the Rolls Royces. Five forty nine per hour. Oh, I can just pretend. It, don't you know who I am? <laughs> don't you know? Who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kim. Kim said money plays. Let me see. Okay, do you guys know who any of these people are? Chris Weedman. No. Okay, Rhapsody. I've heard of that name before. Chris, Rap- is that like a, uh, a rapper? I, I I don't know. It says Rhapsody. No, is it Rhapsody rap- like uh, a rapper. musical thing? I, I I don't know. It says Rhapsody, like yeah. Pandora. Rhapsody? Yeah. No, that was, you think we just age ourselves. You're like my Rhapsody from like back in my. What about uh, what about Chris Manhurts? Are you just Manhurts. saying no one people's names? No, this, they said that they're celebrities using the service. Uh, <laughs> See, I can be oh like, boy. don't you know who I am? <laughs> but I, I think I think they're paid you. members, Kim. Just like me, I am Abraham Van Kamelto. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, I've never heard, I've, I've heard any of these people either. So I thought that any what all the names? No, Chris, that's, no, that's it. Chris Weidman is an MMA MMA person. Oh, Weidman. Weidman. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're not into MMA, you wouldn't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that famous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, right, if you know, like, Anderson, he's not you, that good. If you know Anderson Silva, if you know who that guy is, yeah. he beat that guy. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't won even, a champion a couple years ago. I don't even watch MMA, and I know who Anderson Silver is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Chris Manhurts is from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ew. Oh, I'm not. I'm not that deep in the NFL. I'm like, oh, he, he's a tight end. I bet you Pedro would have known that. But probably. Maybe. I play fantasy football. I don't know that guy. He's third stringer. Yeah, he's not. He's not a. He's not a guy you would draft or pick up from the free agent pool. Okay, so so far their 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 celebrity list is a bust, is what you guys are saying. It's definitely not a list. <laughs> well, I think it'd be a Hannibal do two people. It sounds like they were. It sounds like they were given. Given free rides. Hey, would you would you like would you like, would you like to uh, ride with us today? We well, could just use your name. They're, they're using that. Yeah, they're, okay, they're trying uh, to make money off of those cars. So like, hey, it might not have been the best investment. Rhapsody uh, is actually Marlena Evans. That's the rapper. Yeah, she was signed yeah. to Dr. Dre once upon a time. Okay, so you she's really good. She yeah. She's really good. I mean, okay. if you're into rap, though. So, so they got one out of three. It's not bad. <laughs> so, okay, I think we're about to wrap this up here. So let's do our recap here. Kim, what do you got going on this week? What I'm on this week. <laughs> um, same as always. Um, my live on Tuesday night at eight o'clock, and then I'm here on Thursdays with you guys. Um. My, like I said, I've been just been changing around my content lady, lately, giving you guys more informational videos and anything that I see happening on the app. So um, stay tuned um, for more content um, coming out. Here you go, Chris. Go down there and say that. <laughs> Wasteful. Rolls Rats. I'm from the Show Me the Money Show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hannibal, what do you got going on? <laughs> Nothing that interesting. Uh, Chris is doing. Um, yeah, same old stuff. Videos. I think I've been trying to do more live streams. Uh, Tuesday, I guess, right after Kim, uh, nine o'clock. Um, nothing. I don't think I got anything planned next next week. But there's more videos coming out. I'm um, talking about uh, the cargo van stuff and other side hustles that our people are taking a look at. Um, I'm going to make a really negative video about YouTube automation. I've seen a lot of videos talking about how you can make thousands of dollars of YouTube automation, which I think is full of crap. So I'm um, going to be talking about that. So there's one automation you don't support. We get it. Yeah, it's, it's called pay people to do the job for you. It's not, I don't know what what else you can call it, but yeah. It's to, it's to buy this and we're, we're going to make you a lot of money. And Maybe, then they yeah, make yeah. more money off of <laughs> selling you their crap than you actually make. It's like you already saw the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the old the old saying goes, you know, in a gold rush, who makes the most money? The people who sell the tools. Yeah, All right, John. John, what do you got going on for us? Working on this beautiful room in here. Amazon's been killing me lately. Been delivering a lot of stuff late, but uh, working on uh, still the same video stuff. But then also working on kind of upgrading my setup a little bit, little by little. So I probably like going to be some live. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I got some lights going there. I was supposed to have a mic stand with a little uh, a little thing, a little boom arm like the pros here have, but not not there yet. Next you, week, maybe. Next you, you'll week. get you'll get there. So. 
Some, sometimes these boom mics are a hassle, though. To be honest with you. Yeah, there are in a way, especially if yeah. you, you're if you're into your hands and you're gonna karate kick this, yeah. go stop this, this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in a cast next week. Like, oh, what happened? The mic stands. Yeah. The mic stand. Yeah, man. Mic, mic stand accident <laughs> <laughs> happens. <laughs> so, Chris, what what do you guys got going on over there at the Ratchet guy? Or or on you actually have your own YouTube channel as well. So. I have two channels actually besides, but uh, we'll, we'll start with rideshare guy. So yeah, if you don't know me, uh, show me the money club live Tuesdays, 6 PM Eastern, 3 PM Pacific. Uh, it's Sergio and myself, Sergio's, I believe been on here, or at least with the, uh, uh, Steve a couple of times already. Right. And he's uh, actually going to be about... tomorrow too. Oh, there you go. So yeah, yeah you could ca- catch my co-host on uh, tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, we uh, hosted that show. Uh, so come over, come on over to the Rideshare Guy. Check that out. Not only that, we have plenty of great content. Kim is also a co- contributor over there. So oh, she's over here. Uh, <laughs> so she w- is there, and you can catch her uh, making some videos as well. Uh, so make sure you head out and check out the Rideshare Guy. Also, uh, check out Real Rideshare Stories. I haven't posted in a little while, mostly because I'm doing a lot with the Rideshare Guy. Uh, but I am going to start getting back into content. Uh, and a couple of new things that are going on, not necessarily within the rideshare arena or, you know, gig economy, but just some fun stuff going on. And then if you want to know why I have this, it's because I like to call scammers and screw with them and make them go absolutely crazy because the only thing they see in the eyes and the cold heart is that they want that money from poor old granny. Uh, so my buddy and I, we call scammers and screw with them horribly. Uh, so if you want to check that out, that's on Scammer Jammer. Uh, but yeah. That's awesome. So I'm doing a lot of stuff on the YouTube sides. All right. And we'll, we'll actually get uh, Steve to put all your links there in the show notes and everything like that. And we do we do appreciate having you on the show. We're glad that you could fill in for Steve. It's a fresh, fresh, breath of fresh air not having him here, having you here. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy. Steve's awesome. I know. Steve's my buddy. We're, we're very close. So he's my buddy. But no, it, it's great having you here. We're glad you joined. Um, what I got going on this week, tomorrow I got Driver Nation. Sergio is going to join me there. That is at 7 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern. That's with me and Sergio and Tom. I believe Rideshare Lisa is also going to join us there. Um, and that's we're basically simulcasting the tncradio.live on the YouTube as well. So you can actually join in on the chat. You can listen to our stories, things that we go over. You know, Some of it's some Rideshare news. Some of it's delivery news. Sometimes we just have fun and make up stories and kind of what, what we do here. Um, the next thing I have going on, I did tell you guys, I think it was a couple weeks ago or whatever that I was working on two new apps this year. And so, uh, or that I was going to be putting out more apps this year. I'm actually got one app since Chris, you mentioned before the show that you're going to actually go to red bank and challenge your friends and stuff there to, uh, what we call gig wars. See who's the better driver. I'm actually, oh, yeah. I'm actually releasing the Gig Wars app, you know, along with the Red and another developer, Lady Enigma. We're actually going to release a Gig Wars app. We're going to beta test it starting this weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Gig Wars team is going to be on the Gig Wars channel doing the beta testing for the iOS and the Androids. Nice. And so, nice. yeah. So if anybody wants to follow along with what Gig Wars got going on, you can go check out officialgigwars.com. And you can see what we got going on over there. And hopefully by early next week, you should be able to download both the Android and iOS 
onto your devices. Nice. Fantastic. Yep. Looking up. Lots of stuff going on. So um, thanks, everybody, in the chat for showing up. Thanks, everybody, for being here on Thursdays. We really appreciate everybody being here, and we will see you all next week. Well,